Welcome to the Crypto Altruism Podcast, the podcast dedicated to highlighting the intersections of social impact with blockchain, cryptocurrency, and Web3. I'm your host, Drew Simon from CryptoAltruism.org. Now, before we get started today, just a quick disclaimer. While we may discuss specific projects or cryptocurrencies on this podcast, please do not take any of this as investment advice, and please make sure to do your own research on any potential investment opportunities. And now, on to the fun stuff. Welcome, and thanks so much for listening in today. For this episode, I'm excited to speak about a topic that I'm quite passionate about and one that I feel represents one of the most exciting use cases of blockchain and cryptocurrency, and that of course is universal or unconditional basic income. Universal or unconditional basic income, or UBI for short, has gained a lot of momentum around the world in recent years. International NGOs have begun experimenting with UBI as a means to better serve vulnerable populations such as refugees and the rural poor, and some governments have pondered the idea of implementing UBI as a way to replace outdated social welfare programs with one that provides greater agency to beneficiaries. COVID-19 has only increased the momentum as governments urgently attempted to put in place adequate supports for those adversely impacted by the pandemic. So, before we dive any deeper, what exactly is UBI? In a nutshell, UBI can be described as a social welfare system that aims to replace other forms of welfare, such as food stamps, emergency aid, unemployment benefits, and certain disability benefits, with a single basic income payment that goes to all individuals regardless of their circumstances. By providing a consistent recurring income, it can help beneficiaries achieve financial stability, as opposed to having to guess what money is going to come in when. This could be applied to a whole country as a means to replace existing financial welfare programs or in certain unique contexts such as refugee camps or to victims of a natural disaster. In the latter case, it would more often than not be referred to as unconditional basic income. There's been plenty of research done on UBI in recent decades, and a great review of some of this research can be found in one report delivered by Stanford University's Basic Income Lab, which is of course linked in the show notes. This report reviews 16 studies and concludes that, and I quote, The findings are generally positive that UBI-type programs alleviate poverty and improve health and education outcomes, and that the effects on labor market participation are minimal, end quote. The last piece of this statement is important to consider, as one of the core arguments among UBI detractors is that it will disincentivize individuals to seek out employment. Essentially, the school of thought here is that, by providing individuals with a source of basic income, they will no longer need work and thus won't seek out employment, leading to a generation of demotivated, lazy individuals. Time and time again, however, this has of course been proven not to be the case. As UBI and the research behind it evolve, cryptocurrency and blockchain ought to be a part of the conversation. Crypto is a perfect complement for UBI as it will, and already is, enabling for a more efficient, transparent, and decentralized system that provides greater social impact to beneficiaries. I want to share an excerpt from a previous interview I had with Marco Barbosa, founder of Impact Market, a crypto UBI organization that is leading the way in decentralized poverty alleviation. I asked Marco to break down UBI for me and what makes it such a good fit for crypto and blockchain. Here's what he had to say. Uh, UBI can stand for universal basic income Mm -hmm. and also unconditional basic income. Unconditional is included on universal, but not the the other way around. So the the way we are implementing unconditional is that what it says is that the the money that you, you receive uh, you don't have any strings attached to it. Mm-hmm. You can use it in whatever they want you you want or needs, and no one. And it's up to the person to decide what's best for them to use the money. If we think about universal basic income, it says that regardless of who you are or where you live, you should have X amount of value mm-hmm. uh, that that ensures that you are above poverty line or extreme poverty line. It depends on on the country. Yeah. <clears throat> and, 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 and the thing is that uh, why blockchain? Well, actually, you cannot 
and, and blockchain and crypto, it, it's you cannot do that with a traditional uh, system. Uh, because if you think about that, it's like you, you will have to convince all the governments in all these difficult countries that where this, the financial system is broken, for them to give X amount of money to their uh, citizens, similar like what they are trying to do with in US, mm-hmm. but that will mean that you will have to, all the people will need to have a bank account. The government will be willing to give money to the people. And also mm-hmm. that money will need to value something, right? So if you give them just believers to people, like in one week, like the, the, the amount is like, and then you will have to do that on every country. And, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's such a uh, Herculean task that is almost impossible. Uh, but but it's impressive how that if you apply this technology suddenly like it's it's very possible and scalable mm-hmm. and very easy to because anyone in the world doesn't need permission for anything just to access it and to uh, claim that amount or whatever and transfer money like easily without any kind of borders. Uh, mm-hmm. So so UBI actually would not be possible without this technology. UBI would not be possible without this technology. The technology he's referring to, of course, is blockchain. And he has a very good point. How does one implement a UBI program when millions of beneficiaries may not have access to a bank account and may lack the means to open a bank account such as government-issued identification? And then there are all the challenges that come with all the red tape and getting a government on board in the first place to implement a UBI project. So is decentralized UBI the answer to this? In this episode, I'm going to highlight five reasons why I feel decentralized blockchain-based UBI could, in fact, be the answer, or at least a answer. First, there is the role blockchain can play in building more efficient and cost-effective UBI programs. Whereas traditional fiat-based UBI programs must rely on intermediaries such as banks or payment processors, blockchain-based UBI programs have no need for these middlemen organizations. This could not only save costs and ensure more funds get in the hands of the beneficiaries, as banks may take a cut of each transaction for their services, but it can also speed up the process of putting the money in the hands of those who need it most. Banks, for example, may not be open on weekends or may take several days to process transactions, especially if funds are being spent overseas, whereas a decentralized UBI protocol wouldn't suffer from these same barriers. At the same time, many communities where an unconditional basic income program would thrive, such as rural and remote communities or refugee settlements, may lack basic banking infrastructure to begin with and operate primarily on cash economies. So this then bears the question, if a UBI program was set up in these communities, how would they be able to access their UBI if they have no off-ramp to local currencies? One possible solution for this is bringing local businesses and vendors into the fold and providing them with the means to accept cryptocurrency payments. This is possible and could be done simply with a USSD-enabled basic flip phone. These businesses could also potentially take on the role of currency converter and exchange the crypto to local fiat currency for a fee, creating new business opportunities in the process. This challenge of putting in place viable off-ramps remains a barrier, but one that can certainly be addressed by engaging the community to come up with creative solutions. Moving on now to the second reason that blockchain and UBI are such a great fit, automation. One of the greatest innovations in the Web3 space in recent years has been the growth of smart contracts. Despite being merely a concept a few years ago, and still being very much in their infancy, we have seen smart contracts grow and be applied in many settings in recent years, including decentralized exchanges, DAOs, DeFi protocols, decentralized insurance, and more. Smart contracts allow for the automation of UBI programs, which means less humans need to be involved in the process, resulting in cost savings, greater efficiency, and lower risk of human error. 
A UBI program could make use of smart contracts to automatically disperse a certain amount of aid every month, or at whatever time interval they wish, to each beneficiary, ensuring they get their allotted amount while maintaining an immutable paper trail to allow for greater public accountability. You could even program annual increases in the UBI to account for inflation or cost of living increases. All in all, blockchain can help turn UBI from an administrative nightmare to an automated, efficient, and highly auditable program. Moving on now to the third reason that blockchain and UBI are such a great fit, inflation. One of the challenges in many of the contexts in which UBI programs operate, especially in developing countries, is the currency risks in these environments. Unfortunately, in developing countries, it is more likely that local currencies may experience large fluctuations in value, including inflation. One of the best examples of this is in Zimbabwe, where in 2008, they experienced an annual rate of inflation of 231 million percent, leading ultimately to the release of their famous $100 trillion banknote and the establishment of the starving billionaire class. In fact, in 2008, a loaf of bread cost what 12 brand new cars would have cost a decade earlier, and banknotes became a cheaper alternative to toilet paper. One of the challenges of UBI programs is that they often pay out in the local currency, as this may be the only currency widely accepted in their context, and the costs of exchanging, let's say the US dollar or euro, to the local currency can be costly, making it difficult to administer UBI programs in these currencies. This is where cryptocurrency comes in. A UBI program that delivers payments in the form of a USD peg stablecoin, let's say, could protect beneficiaries from the risk of inflation, causing their savings to disappear overnight. With this, there would of course be the need for an off-ramp to transfer the cryptocurrency to a local currency, and we discussed some of the challenges that exist with that earlier, but there are programs in place that already do this, which can be much more cost-effective and less administratively burdensome than operating in US cash, for example. Reason number four, greater transparency. UBI programs are often massive in scale and thus can be difficult to monitor and audit. This is especially true when operating in cash economies, such as refugee settlements, where it can be difficult to keep track of how much is given to who and when. The highly transparent nature of blockchain helps resolve this challenge by leaving an immutable, easily auditable record of transactions. All transactions ever made would be stored on the blockchain forever, and are tamper-proof, making it easy to monitor exactly how much aid was given to each beneficiary while also reducing any fraud potential. When it comes to large welfare programs, there is always the potential for fraud, especially when there are so many moving pieces and intermediaries. Less intermediaries means less points of potential failure, and less humans involved means less potential for fraud. And of course, it goes without saying that nothing is ever 100% fraud-proof, but in the event of malicious behavior, it would be much easier to discover and a lot harder to cover up in a decentralized blockchain-based system. Finally, reason number five that blockchain and UBI are such a great fit is the role of decentralization. One of the most exciting use cases of blockchain when it comes to UBI is the potential to implement elements of decentralization into the program. This could include the launch of decentralized autonomous organizations that implement UBI programs, or initiatives that encourage beneficiaries to take ownership over UBI. We are already seeing the latter with Impact Market, a decentralized poverty alleviation protocol where beneficiaries become the managers of the UBI as opposed to a centralized authority overseeing the program. This can help empower local communities who are more in tune with the challenges they face to take ownership over the program as opposed to a centralized authority with little or no connection to the community. A program operated by the community for the community is also much more dignified and helps dispel the myth of UBI as nothing more than a handout. If you are interested in hearing more about the benefits of a decentralized, community-led UBI program, I recommend you listen to episode 25 of the Crypto Altruism podcast featuring Marco from Impact Market, where we dive a bit deeper into this topic. Overall, it is clear that universal basic income is growing in popularity each year as more individuals realize its potential. Given the amazing opportunity for blockchain and cryptocurrency to improve UBI programs, Policymakers and NGOs would miss out on a huge opportunity if they didn't consider implementing these technologies in their programs. To date, we have already seen some great crypto UBI programs emerge, such as Good Dollar and Impact Market, and NGOs such as Refugee Integration Organization making use of cryptocurrency for UBI program and refugee camps.
Hopefully, we continue seeing more organizations recognize the amazing potential of blockchain and cryptocurrency to create effective and efficient UBI programs in the not-so-distant future. Well, that's all for now. Thanks for tuning into the Crypto Altruism Podcast. For more great content exploring the intersections of cryptocurrency, blockchain, and social impact, check us out at CryptoAltruism.org. Also, check out our affiliate partners, and if you love what you heard, check out our website to learn how you can support us. Thanks so much for joining us today, and I hope you'll join us again for our next episode. Until then, keep on doing good in the cryptosphere. Thank you for listening to the Crypto Altruism Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date on new episodes as they're released, and check out CryptoAltruism.org for more inspiring content.